That's a lot of music we got to talk about too, huh? Yeah, I thought of that. Hundred percent. The J Cole album, we didn't even give our takes on that. It's yet. funny because the episode for J Cole came out this week, I think, and <laughs> the the off season just came out. So people <laughs> where, are gonna think where like, I say like, why isn't J Cole dropping an album? Yeah, and people yeah. are gonna be like, what is this guy like not <laughs> keeping up? <laughs> yeah, geez, they're gonna think we're like so outdated. Yeah, I know. But yeah, we listened to the new J Cole album. I guess now we haven't even told each other our more developed feelings about the album because we kind of like. Oh, they said developed feelings for each other. Oh, well, uh, that too. I got a little scared there. I oh. just have to like have a tough conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I my favorite song is Amari for sure. Really? Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Amari's good. Let me just play that. Let's get a little, little refresher. I wouldn't say that's my favorite, but I, I think my life is my favorite. But yeah, Amari's good too. My life's a great choice. I think that yeah, Amari's good. I mean, like yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of starting to grow on me a little bit. Like, it's got like a Roddy Rich it. vibe to it. And that's why I like it. You know, it's got that trap kind of i meant like the whole album but oh amar oh album uh wait what was your comment i'll say i'll say that like the first time i listened through it but the first time i listened to kod was the same thing too so that's why i'm like oh shoot i feel like i'm still like listening to it but um the first time i listened to it i was very underwhelmed i was very underwhelmed the theming i think is bad and i think it's he let go of the theming which i didn't like which i really really enjoyed it on his past two uh projects um and so the theming's non-existent, sounds like a mixtape, but with that in mind, there's some definitely some bops on here. I mean, I don't really think there's any song where I don't like. Like, I kind of like them all. It's not like... I know you don't like the talking at the end of applying pressure. So you just gotta do it. Say, do all it. of the talking <laughs> I don't like. All the talking I don't like, except for like... Oh, an interlude too, he talks, I guess, yeah. What's that little... What's this voice in the beginning that's like... Let me see if it'll load. The off season. Don't check your watch. You know the time. Cold world. Like that could have been like a theme. You know what I mean? But like this is like the only yeah. like it's only like two of the songs. Like, I don't mind it's that. Too like, easy for me now. I think if it was like if if that guy kept coming in, and be like the off season coming at you live with it, like whatever like his like the theme was. Like I feel like that should like developed. You know what I mean? Like like if it's talking like that, where it's more of like sound bites. Like I yeah. kind of like that idea. But um, yeah. Ended up being feel more like, like a mixtape, yeah. It didn't feel like an album, but it was good. I mean, I mean, it was it was good. Weird thing happened with the whole not showing the features and then showing the features later, which yeah. I, I loved that part of it, but that's more of a technical thing than anything. Yeah. Um. But yeah, what do you think? Um. Yeah, I mean, it's not his best album, Um. but I think anyone would agree with that, to be honest. Like, yeah. it's no Forest Hills Drive or Born Sinner, but... um. I feel like it's definitely a mixtape um, and it's kind of like a return to his mixtape form. Like he's just not overthinking it. He's not doing his old conceptual stuff. He's just rapping to rap. And I yeah. think there's a lot of Cole fans who like, like that on like the warm up and Friday night lights. Yeah, and I can they, see that. They kind of wanted that, you know, they wanted that, that hunger and just that, Hey, yo, we don't want all this like crazy, like KOD for your eyes only stuff. We just want to hear you rap. And I think he delivered. I would argue. Yeah. I mean, I understand that point of view, but I would argue that he's been releasing 
songs with features. He's been releasing singles. You know, we got Lion King on Ice. We got what was the other one that was like crazy? Climb back. We got the climb back. No, there's one more. Snow in the bluff. And there was also another one. Um, what, what's the one I'm thinking of? Um, artist. Is it uh, what's it called? Um, the one that was huge. It was um, what is it called? It's, it was a single. Oh, London. The London. The London's one of them, but that's not what I'm thinking of. <laughs> I don't know why. You're uh, saying middle child. Cr- you're middle child. Middle child's the one I was thinking of. I was saying like <laughs> exactly. So I think I'd even prove my point as we were talking and trying to figure that out is that he released all these singles that were great, and this album is the same to me as all of those singles, you know, um, and like yeah. Same thing even with his features on like the Dreamville songs, like the Dreamville album, like it's all like a blur for me now. Like, you know, and normally the albums were like a separate thing, you know? That's true. I mean, previous Cole dropped like False Prophets and Everybody Dies and he came back with like, you know, like Four Your Eyes Only exactly. or like Born Sinner. Exactly. Like the the singles were kind of like a break from that, just him rapping. You yeah, know? so like I would argue like J. Cole fans that like that, like, yeah, the singles are all going to be like really good and they're going to be like that. But then like normally we get like a full complete project for the And I, I see that point. I think he's going to do that with the fall off. Yeah. Based on the documentary. I don't know. I haven't seen the documentary yet. I need to. It's only 10 minutes, but yeah. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. I need to. I don't know why I haven't. I don't know how I would rank his albums. I know that I would rank it the off season right now. I mean- under KOD and under four yards only is where I have it right now. And then I honestly don't know where it lines up with like Forest Hills Drive and Born Center. Like personally, like I have this weird thing with Cole where like I don't feel like I have a favorite. I mean, my favorite album probably is Born Center, but I feel like really my, my this is how I say Cole. I think 20 they each have their strengths. Like 2014 is the most consistent album he's ever made to me. Born Center is has the highest 2014 peaks. is just all classics and yeah bangers. it's the most consistent album born center has the highest peaks kod has the catchiest hooks i think kod was the most complete project i think kod start to finish the theming was just like on point. really that's how i feel about 2014 i feel like but and then four years only had the best concept that's like my mm-hmm. that's like my like ranking so like they all have like these strengths you know but in terms of how would you rank the album art maybe that's a little bit easier to do <laughs> i mean kod obviously KOD's Almart is KOD number so one. Good. Do you like this off-season one over four eyes only? Um, I'm saying yes. I'm saying off-season over four eyes only artwork. I'd actually go probably 2014, then off-season, then. Oh right, oh, I was I wasn't ranking it in order. I kind of was just putting off-season oh. up against each one. Oh yeah, but yeah. Off-season, yeah. Off-season or like four eyes only. Um, probably off-season. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And then 2014 or the off season. I think, well, I mean, 2014 is kind of hard because that's just a classic. It's just a classic Almart. Yeah, you you know? really can't, you got to put 2014 above yeah. it until this settles. Maybe, yeah. maybe it would be that, but I mean, I doubt it. Um, and then born set. What are, do you know what the Reddit's saying about the album? Have you checked on the Reddit page? I haven't checked. I feel on like the they page. just kind of said like the top comment. I remember I saw was like, they said like, this is the album where like the most non-Cole fans liked it first listen. That's kind of what they're like saying. Cause like he has his cult following where like Cole fans are always gonna like it. But then the Reddit was like, I feel like this album off season is like the first really? one he's made where like the most like non-Cole fans, I mean, I mean it 
kind of makes sense because i don't know if you've watched fantano but fantano always hates on cole and he gave this the highest rating of any cole project what are you serious yeah i thought more people would like 2014 uh forest hills drive because i feel like even when you go to a concert of j cole you know they know wet dreams they know no role models you know everyone knows those songs like the the stuff on kod and like even the farther you get from 2014 forest hills drive like i feel like it's more like just J. Cole fans unless like I feel like that was his peak, you know, so far. Yeah, that was maybe that, Kevin's that was, heart. That was solid. I mean, um yeah, Middle Child obviously went crazy. But I think Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think twenty fourteen in terms of albums has like yeah, it has like a lot of like his most popular hits. Yeah, that's like just a popular But song, actually right? my favorite like quote unquote hits from him actually are on Born Center. Like for me, they're my personal favorite like hits. Like the peaks on Born Center are the highest like letting us down has some really good ones. letting us down crooked smile um power trip like these are all just songs i'm like wow yeah like it's so it's like just that high. it's like that good for me Shoot, i totally forgot i set the timer too no you're good but yeah how long do you think we've been going 10 minutes uh actually we have it right here it would say here oops nine minutes and eight seconds you could do that the whole time. <laughs> well, yeah, it doesn't have a timer though. It's not gonna like tell me when it's. But like... that's so dope. You can just like look at it. I mean, I guess I kind of sometimes don't want to know that though too. So yeah. I don't um, know. what other albums came out that you like? So I feel like it's been a pretty big. And then we're getting Billie Eilish in like two days, right? Or three yeah, days. Yeah, I mean, um, I haven't even heard her song yet. But I, what? I will, I will say, um, I know the big talk this week has been about olivia rodrigo's album emily is super into olivia yeah. rodrigo i think Did you listen think, to it yeah i think everyone is personally i i don't want to I, I don't want to oh wow i know i'm gonna get a lot of a oh, lot wow. of hate come my way a lot of hate yeah. all right or maybe i'm not i don't know but as a taylor swift fan i cannot help but view olivia rodrigo that's interesting that's interesting i have a complete i have a different take but yeah okay i cannot help but like there's a lot of people I've been seeing, you know, saying Sour is album of the year, and I'm gonna hard disagree. Oh, I thought you were saying that she she sounds like Taylor Swift. I was like, I don't think she sounds like Taylor. Well, she hundred percent does. You think so? Yeah, I think she sounds like Paramore. What? Where are you getting yes. that from? Um, maybe she, good for you. But that's like the only a, song. She sounds like um, Haley Williams. The, I think that's the only one I listen to. I that's listen to only good for so- you and Jealousy, Jealousy. Okay, and then also obviously Driver's License. I think that's because, like, yeah, Good For You is, like, the only song like that on that album. But this it's my favorite song. This is just Paramore. Good For You. Yeah, it is a Paramore song. Right? It yeah, is it Paramore. is. I, like, but that's the only song, like, that okay, on the album. Okay, yeah. Everything, I, I don't like, know what the fuck I'm talking about, but I just that's literally the only one I heard. Like, but that's my favorite song of the album. I love that song. But, yes. I liked um, it, too, a lot. But I was just like, Paramore. Just like, so, I don't want to get cash no, I want to cash no case, you know, from people, like, hating on me. But I will say, like, as a Taylor Swift fan, like, Olivia Rodrigo is basically like a a worse version of Taylor Swift. And I mean that in all like wow. complete respect wow. toward Olivia cuz wow. I but I don't it's You're not, taking some shots. I, I'm and yeah, because I've been seeing a lot of talk, people saying sour elm to your sour like generational album. And look, I I, I don't want to like What do you think I don't about wanna, the album art here? What do you think about oh, the I album love it. art? It's really good. I love it too. It's a great. Album I love art. the color purple, and I like the kind of like weird face, like yeah, dots. It's of great. Flowers. Um, a lot of people have been saying, you know, <laughs> like Olivia Rigo is like she's. It's like so good too. I'm like, okay, 
I don't want to take that away from her and like disrespect, but I feel like it's important to point out that like she's allowed to like not, I don't think she's found her own sound yet. This whole album is very derivative of like very of existing artists that are doing things that she's doing that better than her. So like, for instance, like uh, good for you, obviously Paramore way better than her. Um, you know, like songs like, um, is it? Yeah. Three, one step forward, three steps back. That's basically New Year's Day by Taylor Swift, except that New Year's Day by Taylor Swift is just, like, better, you know? And obviously, like, Driver's License, you can hear, like, the Lord influence in it. And I feel like most of the songs that are, like... I will say for Driver's License, it was a little... At first, it was too whiny for me. I don't know why. It just Mm -hmm. sounds super whiny and, like, not genuine. I don't know why. It just didn't get a genuine sound for me, personally. And then, like... But then I got like super into it for some reason just because Emily kept playing it. And it's so, like, I really like driver's license. But I remember that like initial feeling of like unauthentic unauth- almost. Like, not like, but like she's try- trying to find herself, like what you're saying. She like, is. And I think that's, I, I don't want to say that in like a hating way. I don't want to sound like Fantano who just hates to hate sometimes. Like, right. like, man's gave swimming a three and Dude, I could never forgive him for that. I was, this is off topic, <laughs> but I was listening to the, um, it was last week's live stream from Mark Rabier, not, yeah. not, not last Sunday, but the Sunday before. And he goes and he's like, oh, my friend's calling me. Should I answer? And then he answers it and he says, hey, Anthony, what's up? And then he talks to him for like three minutes. And I'm just like listening to the conversation. Like I'm watching live stream doing homework like I do on Sundays, you know? And, um, and then he's like, that was Anthony Fantano, everybody. And I didn't even realize it was Anthony Fantano. Yeah, they're like, good well, friends. Yeah. yeah. And they like, just answered it. That's how I think that's how Logic connected with Mark was through Fantano. That's how he got oh, Mark wow. on his album, I think. Well, the Doc D album. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I don't want to like hate on it just to say like, just to sound like a hater. Like, because I like the album. It's a good album. I'm not saying it's bad. I don't want people to be like, oh, it's, I need it's, to listen to I'm it. I'm saying it's bad just because it's like not like the greatest, but it's not album to year. And I feel like because there's this huge gaping flaw that's like, she's really just like ripping off everyone else. And I'm like the yeah. worst critic to say that because my entire music catalog is like ripping off people. And like, that's okay. There's some artists who just, that's all they do. And that's like fine. You're just, you just have a problem when they're saying album of the year. Yes. That's just what you're saying. It's like, I've been seeing, I think the praise for it has been like overdone. Like I've been seeing people saying like, this is like a generational classic. If everyone was hating on it, you'd be saying, hey, it's pretty good. Yes. Oh, hundred percent. It's a saying, good, it's a good, it's a good album. But because of yeah. the crazy reaction, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to articulate what you're yes. saying. Because of the yeah. crazy reaction of everyone, in that sense, you're saying, um, it's it's, it's uncalled not for. That crazy. It's not like yeah. I've been people saying. I've been seeing people be like, "This is the Gen Z like anthem," and I'm like, "Okay, let's like." <laughs> she has already a cult following, so I don't want to like yeah, ruffle yeah. no feathers. But yeah. it's not. It's just like, dude, like if you are a Taylor Swift fan, like you have to agree with me. Like she is like a worse version of Taylor, and that's totally fine. It's almost like me saying like kobe bryant is a worse version of michael jordan which he is like kobe and michael jordan have like almost identical game yeah but michael jordan's just better and that doesn't mean kobe bryant is any less of a, of a legend olivia rodrigo is like kobe in his rookie season like Olive, she could be great she could be a legend she's not gonna be taylor swift but she's gonna be like an absolute legend and olivia herself says taylor was the reason why she wrote songs to begin with so oh, wow. no diss to olivia she's like a kobe in the making but like she's still rookie kobe and she's like a worse version of Michael. So what do you think about the ba- like? I just want to talk about basketball now. After you saying all the Kobe references, like, what do you think about the basketball games that have been happening? I mean, my Spurs got eliminated. In, uh Yeah. Do you think that the whole format of the tournament? What is your opinion on that? It's great playing. 
Dude, I mean, Adam Silver is Hey, it got me to watch. This. It literally yeah. got me to watch. And I, w- I, w- I didn't watch a single other game. And Apparently, then it- that Lakers-Warriors play-in game got, like, like super crazy views. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I forgot the numbers, but it was insane. Like, I want to say it was, like, 6 million concurrent viewers. It felt like the thing to watch. It felt like you had to watch it if you're, like, a sports fan. You know what I mean? It felt like, yeah, it just felt crazy. You know, it just felt like you had to watch it. And so, geez, dude, LeBron hitting that final shot, too, man. And yeah. Curry... Curry, those two games, man, he got pinched. If he had Clay Thompson, it's a no, no yeah. doubt on both those games, in my opinion. Yeah, he they would have won easily. I know. I feel bad for Steph. He's just been like, but he's also like that. Just shows how great he is. Like he's yeah. What what is like? I don't understand how the Warriors like people besides Steph weren't like strong enough to freaking take the lead in that game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because the way the Grizzlies were playing is like leaving everyone else open and Steph guarded and they did that and his team lost compared to their other team you know what I mean and Curry but I mean Curry still squeezed out 40 points out of his fucking like it seemed like every single shot he was trying like 110 percent every single time just to get a shot off and I don't even know how he got 40 points yeah but his team let him the fuck down let me tell you that man Curry was fucking fighting and his team like if it was just the rest of the people and Curry was out, dude, it would have been pathetic. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's, like, what it looked like to me. I don't know if you feel the same way. I mean, the Warriors are one of the youngest teams in the league. They have Steph. The Warriors? The Grizzlies, you mean, right? Aren't there, I thought Grizzlies were younger than the Warriors. Oh, I said the Warriors are one of the youngest, but the Grizzlies are also pretty young, too. Yeah. Um, I didn't but, think the Warriors were young. I thought the Warriors, that team has, like, two titles, right? Oh, but they traded away, like, all their role players. Really? I thought they still yeah. have uh, Clay and Curry. They have Clay, Curry, and Dre, and that's it. And who did they used to have? I guess I'm just forgetting the other people. Um, it depends on what year, but like obviously, like their the season before KD was like the one where they had like probably the best role players: Andre Iguodala, Harrison Barnes. Uh, oh Andrew yeah, I guess, I, I guess I'm forgetting. But what happened to all those people? Why are they gone? They had to get cleared like, cap space wise because KD. KD oh. came in, and they like they just didn't have the space to sign. Like, and then I have no idea what happened with KD. What's going on with him? Brooklyn Nets. Oh wow. Yeah. I didn't I didn't even realize that. Are the Nets still in it too? They are, right? Yeah, they're like the favorites to win it all this year. Oh wow. Who's on the Nets? KD, Kyrie, James Harden. Oh yeah, I knew James uh, Harden was on it. Uh what's that guy? DeAndre Jordan, uh Joe Harris. Oh wow. Um, I know all those people. Spencer Dinwiddie. I don't know. Uh, him. Blake Griffin. What? Uh, what? Lamarcus Aldridge was on it too, and then he like retired how do i not know about this nets stacked team man the nets they're like a super team it's like i didn't know i didn't know about the nets man that's crazy yeah they're they're absolutely like dominant yeah mike trout just got injured on the angels and the angels are just like done done mike trout as in like Mike Trout, I'm, as in like I'm switching the conversation of, yeah he's oh injured. injured as in like season ending injury sorry that's i what think I he's out for like at least 12 weeks and so it's oh like pretty gosh. season ending yeah like and wow. the angels were already not doing that good and so it's like done done you know is otani getting mvp maybe he might still get mvp he's still doing crazy good but like i was listening to like john boy media and like and and i love john boy media i don't you, even like yeah. baseball but i love his breakdowns yeah where he could read lips i love i probably been watching john boy probably discovered him like six months ago and i, I yeah. can't get enough of him like his whole thing. I don't even like baseball, but I like his breakdowns. He got me back yeah. into baseball, like for sure. Like he, like it's just such. A, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. It's like, so what's his what's his thought? Is Otani getting MVP? 
oh, I, it wasn't about Otani, but it was that the Angels are a dumbass organization, and I didn't oh, even yeah. realize it. And it's like they are like they literally like had it. Yeah, they had an opportunity to get all these like really good free agent pitchers, and they didn't. So like every pitcher like on the Angels sucks except for Otani, and has like a four or five ERA and up, which is like five runs a game. Like oh, like, that's, that's really like, bad. Yeah, which is really bad. And Otani's is two. So like, and that's like really, really good. You know, like two's good, but especially if you could freaking hit. Like, and Otani has like, the, I think Otani has the most home runs out of everyone in the entire freaking thing, and he pitches. That's or he's, crazy. He's in the top of the people. How his arms holding up? I don't know how he does it. I don't know. But even when he was injured one year, he had Tommy John surgery and he kept hitting. You know, Tommy John surgery on that? your arm. No, I don't know. It's basically like when you pitch for so long that like your arm like just you can't pitch anymore, and like. But you have to get surgery, so, and so like. But get, how is he still pitching then? Because he got the surgery and he recovered oh. from it. And um, let me fact check that for a second. I'm almost positive he had Tommy John surgery and was hitting. I feel like I heard that from somewhere, but now I'm like, did he? Because that seems crazy. Was it Tommy John or was it something else? Otani is progressing with his Tommy John surgery rehab. And last week he and last week he faced hitters in a live batting practice. That's May twenty. 31st 2020 so that was a year ago yeah so he did have Tommy John surgery and he was hitting before he came back in pitching so yeah so he's hitting like right after his surgery and like Jeez, so, dude. so I guess it doesn't affect it too much you know if he could still hit with that I've heard Angel's ownership is like really bad people yeah I, I guess they are too but people in Japan like watch Otani and there is and it's so funny because the game I went to, he um, so he was about to hit in the lineup. Oh yeah, I was gonna ask you about that. How was that? It it was fun. I've won the Did two games now this season. He pitched, so I saw him pitch a bit. It was like one of his bad outings, though. He allowed two runs, and so but we got to see something cool because we were in right field, right? And so we we're just chilling in right field. We showed up a little late too, so we only saw him pitch for like an inning and a half. So we, like that kind of sucked, but um, and we were already in right field, so it didn't matter because we couldn't. Did sell. Nick go with you? No, we couldn't. We had, I had to sell all four of my tickets because I couldn't get anyone to go with us, man. And so I was just like. Wait, and what? Wait, so how'd you still go if you sold? I sold them and then I bought more tickets. So I sold the tickets, broke even, and then um, bought two tickets in right field for like 20 bucks. Oh, that's smart. And so it yeah. worked out. And so I mean, Emily still went because I wanted to see Otani pitch. So I got to see Otani pitch for a bit. But I mean, it was in right field. I should have really just, I don't know. But um, yeah, it was like, and Nichols like bailed it on us at like the last minute. It was like, so like that's why I kind of had to like panic and do that. So, um, it wasn't that last minute though. It wasn't that bad of him. But Otani pitched, and then he, because he was about to hit in the lineup, they put him in right field. So they subbed him out in the middle of the game, put him in right field, right next to where we were. And so all of the fans were like yelling at him and everything too. And then he went back in the dugout, and then he didn't get up to the plate. So they put him back in right field. So this guy played right field for a whole inning, like two innings. And um, we were right there next to him, so we could see him. But then after the game, I was looking at like some replay or something or like just doing some research on Otani and in Japan they literally had a camera on him the entire game in right field. So like <laughs> while like the rest of the game and he didn't even get a single ball hit to him. But people in Japan are so into Otani that they have an Otani cam. <laughs> and so when he was in right field, yeah, it's like you'll see like a like all the Japanese signs here and just Otani in the top right and like the game like small, like the same size as Otani. <laughs> so the people in o people in Japan like really like Otani because he played in a, the Japanese leagues baseball. So yeah, Japanese people are like surprisingly good at baseball. Yeah, 
They are. I, I don't know why. I'm sure there's like a whole reason. Like there's a whole. Like, I think Ichiro, if I'm not maybe. racist, came from J- the Japanese league too. Yeah, yeah he know. did. Let me just fact check that too. So I'm not freaking racist. Ichiro, Japanese. Well, who's he play for? He retired, but he's like a Hall of Famer who played on the Mariners, and so, um, is a Japanese former professional baseball player, and then he played um. In yeah, so he was. He was in the Japanese league too. So that's another person who was like a Hall of Famer. So I'm like, guessing like, Otani is like a lock for Hall of Fame. Oh no! Well, this is his literally like first season pitching and hitting. So he, oh, has, to, he so, has to do this for another ten years at least to be Hall of Fame. Wait, he's center. like a rookie or like what? This is his third year with so the he's, Angels. He's, he's, so is he young? He was famous in Japan. So in Japan, he was really good, and so and he pitched and hit. And then the Angels, uh, he said. I want to go to the MLB and I want to play on the Angels. And no one knows why he chose the Angels, but the Angels were like, fuck, okay. And then they like took him. That's <laughs> wait, pretty much what happened. Wait, wait, yeah, wait, why? The Angels suck. Why would he go there? Why not the no Dodgers? No one knows. No one knows. But he, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not complaining, bro. I feel like that's the same thing the Angels are saying, too. The Angels are just like, fuck it. I don't know why I'm here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, so yeah, so Otani's on the Angels, and then I, I have no idea why. So that's a bummer. The Angels suck. But um, how are your other team? how's your other team doing, the Red Sox? Oh, there's like, sorry, there's also a meme. I have no idea how the Red Sox are doing too. But there's a meme of like a super shitty house, like like a motel kind of style house, and then three Bugattis in it. And then that's like the Angels apparently. It's like Mike Trout, Rendon, and Otani are the Bugattis. And then like the freaking like <laughs> shitty house is like the rest of the organization. It sounds like Anthony Davis when he's on the Pelicans. like Or him and DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah, like, it's something like just that. Just two all-stars and the just a crap team around you. I mean, the Clippers were like that But for Rendon a while. and Mike Trout are like crazy good. Like Mike Trout's like guaranteed Hall of Famer. Isn't he the GOAT? A lot of people say he's like the GOAT, He right? is like so good. It's like insane. Like every single year he's been in the MLB, he's been an ML, He's been an MVP candidate. Like first or second. Like LeBron basically. He's never gotten second, lower than second in the votes for MVP. Like can you believe that? Like that's crazy. So he's basically like. He's been know- number one or number two every year he's played. For MVP. Because yeah. I've heard he's like literally the greatest of all time. Like I think there's an argument for that probably. But yeah. he's still going. And he's still he like it's crazy. He's yeah, he's it crazy. Just sucks he never won a ring though. That's but like people say he's like the biggest wasted talent in all of sports because he's on the Angels. I agree. If he's really the GOAT and he just can't win, man, that sucks, dude. Because it's not even his fault, you know? Yeah. It's his team. Yeah. It's kind of like Anthony. That's even why. That's why Anthony Davis had to leave the Pelicans too, because he's so good. And yeah, it's just I like, think that's the only reason why he can't be considered the goat. Though, it's like if you're on a team that literally like loses and like doesn't even make the playoffs, how could you be like the goat? But isn't it like you can still be the goat because in baseball, like it's really not his fault. Like in basketball, like you could kind of still will your right. team, like Allen Iverson did. But in baseball, man, like it's really not your call, right? Like it's really yeah, not. It, yeah, I guess it's not. There's so many people on your team. There's like forty so people. Many. Yeah, there's so many. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's like, forty yeah. people who like legitimately make a difference. Like you know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. And it's a little bit easier to look at the statistics too, because it's not so much of like a you know what I mean? Like yeah. you kind of see like how it is. And so, yeah, I don't know. That's sad, man. Personally, I would say though, just like as a baseball fan, I don't think like I feel like you have to be like a contender. Oh shit! That's, I need to fucking change that. Um, but I feel like you have to be a freaking like uh, contender to like be called like the goat, though. Like you know what I mean? Like it's kind of weird to be like, oh, he's the goat. How does team do? How many rings did he get? Oh, zero. How many times did he make the playoffs? Two. Like how are you gonna say that? You know what I mean? Like I guess just like look at everything else, probably. But yeah. 
I, don't I feel know. like you, you I'm, not say, baseball, like, I'm not a baseball. I think head, you could so say I, like I top know. five, probably. I mean, well, yeah. it just seems a little weird to me to be like, oh, he's like the best of all time, and he also didn't even win. Like you, like how could he be the best of all time? You know what I mean? Like the, <laughs> baseball's been around like so fucking long. Like, yeah. To say that someone's the best of all time without winning is like, I think a little bit weird. I heard um that Tate guy is also really good. Who the Padres? Tate Jr. Oh, I've heard of him. Um, I don't know much about any other team besides <laughs> the Angels now because it's already hard to keep up. But I watch the John Boy videos every day, yeah. So I know all the big plays. Like the Yankees just got a triple play, like the cleanest triple play I've ever seen. Yeah. Like and the I heard there's a no hitter. I think like there was last a no hitter. I forgot who threw it. I think the Padres threw it though. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, there's been apparently like three no hitters this year, which is like the most ever, and it's like that's which is like crazy. And already it's like not even done. Because aren't no hitters like super rare? Like yeah, no hitters are super super rare. I think there's only been like 120 like ever. Have you ever gone close to pitching a no hitter like yourself? I threw a no hitter one time in All Stars against. Okay, so I, when I played baseball, I was in the Placentia Pony League. There was an all-star team, right? Yeah. And the all-star team was divided into two groups. There was an A team and a B team, right? And the A team was better than the B team. And the A team got first pick for all their players, right? And I was put onto the B team, okay, with, with Luca too. And, like, my dad and Luca was the coach. And so um, we were put onto the B team, and we were in a tournament where, you know, the A team and the B team are both in this tournament, and it got down to us versus the A team to move on in the tournament. And I threw a no hitter for five innings against the A team. And my coach subbed us out, and we, we only went seven innings, and we ended up losing the game. But what you our out? team scored zero runs. No fucking idea why he subbed me out. It's such bullshit. And he put in his son. He oh subbed my me out, gosh. put in his son. I was throwing a those no coaches, huh? hitter. I was literally fucking. I was humming it, dude. I was fucking bringing that shit. Jeez, and, man, that's painful. That, that's gotta be on like. But your- I couldn't. I couldn't have gone. I could only have gone. I think one more inning, because like when you're playing in like those tournaments, like they set like pitch limits, so you can't like go the whole game. You know, like it's like. Yeah. So man, that's brutal, dude. Did you know in like softball, there's like a ton of no hitters? Because apparently, if you're like a really good softball pitcher, like you could just strike everyone out. Really? There's been perfect perfect games in softball and so that's where nobody um even what was it what was the why was it a perfect perfect game is it because like they don't even like hit the ball like legally like out it was something crazy like that that? it was something crazy like it was like i think it was i think it might have been all strikeouts I don't know if it's that crazy though, but I think it could have been every single person on the other team struck out. Like, not a single person put the ball in play. Yeah, that's me, what I, I think. That's what it. I was saying. Softball because a no hit. Wait, uh, softball. A, a no hitter is when like they don't get the first base, right? Like you don't get let anyone get the first base or something like that. Yeah, and so in baseball, it's never even been close to a all strikeouts. You know, yeah. it'd be twenty-seven strikeouts or something. Nine times three is twenty-seven. Right? What? What? Fucking okay. I don't yeah, know. nine times three is twenty-seven. Yeah, so twenty-seven. You'd have to get twenty-seven strikeouts in a row, and that's crazy. So pitcher Hope Tortween throws a perfect game of all strikeouts in twenty twenty-one. Wow. So that happened this year. It's a really fucking crazy. 
It's really fucking crazy. But yeah, in softball, apparently like, oh, and they only go like seven innings in softball too. So it's a little different. So it's a little bit easier too. But there's like apparently like a ton of no hitters and like even like that fucking perfect, perfect game. Like so, but yeah, who do you think is going to win in uh, basketball? Oh man, the Nets. Um, you but- think so? You don't think the Lakers have a chance? Oh, dude, man, they got to step it up. And it's not even it's 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 kind of LeBron's fault a little bit. But Didn't I'm gonna they just put, lose yesterday. Yeah, I'm gonna put a little bit of blame on LeBron because he he's he's got to go in that playoff mode. He's yeah, he's doing okay numbers, but it's gotta be better. And the biggest blame is on Anthony Davis, dude. I don't know what the hell that guy's doing. Ever since he got back from his injury, it's just been brick after. I haven't brick. seen him. Is he just doing bad? He's awful, dude. He literally like he's he can't. Like, you need LeBron AD to be, like, firing on all cylinders if you even want a chance. Right. And, like, AD, dude, he lost his three-point shot. He can't even shoot threes anymore. Oh, no. That's terrible, dude. Like, oh, they're literally no. giving him so much space, and he's bricking it. So then – and then he's already not a very aggressive, like, power forward to begin with. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just a mess. And he's just ice, he's just ice cold. So, I don't know what's going on with him. I mean, I get he was, like, not playing basketball for, like, a few months, so that – probably as a factor yeah but you gotta like, fucking step it up dude you gotta be yeah. in that gym all day just making sure you get that shit down yeah he's not he's the x factor dude i feel like lebron's just being lebron and he's not super good right now but he's kind of like okay is lebron like are people starting to think that he might be the goat oh yeah he's been in the conversation for like but like for like forever is it like you think it's getting like more favorable to him over um um MJ? it depends on who you ask i feel like it's very generational on who like there's a lot of people like our grandparents the goat to them was kareem and then our parents it's michael jordan and our generation is lebron so i could totally see a situation where yeah like our parents die and we're like the old people or we're like four in our 40s and our parents and are we senile, all say lebron <laughs> and we all say lebron and becomes lebron yeah because like there wow. is a very good argument for him to be the goat yeah like i'm not gonna like deny it like if he comes and wins one of these seasons with the lakers like that's even crazy dude like he's literally like it's all on him man yeah I, and i must i'm someone who feels like lebron is probably like a lock for at least number two all time at least you can't put him under number two like that's like literally even the yeah. haters have to say he's number two if you say yeah. he's not number two i don't know what you're smoking but like the the argument is if he's number one or not he I, keeps trading teams and he literally just makes that team like a great team and yeah. like it's just him like that's the only variable he has the speed of a point guard he has the passing ability of magic johnson and he's got the clutchness he's, of like yeah, i don't even know he's mad clutch he also has like the body of a running back so he basically like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like More like a fullback dude like, yeah he's he's built. crazy he's like yeah he could defend every position he should have gone defensive player of the year like in like 2012 i think but he kind of got robbed yeah so he's a really good defender when he tries he kind of stopped trying because he's like getting older and yeah i mean there's really like he his biggest weakness to his game is his free throw shooting but really yeah yeah he's like kind of a okay free throw shooter what does he shoot what percentage i want to say it's like 70 oh or something like that yeah but he can knock down like dude if he, I feel like LeBron in the last five minutes, there's no one better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've never seen that guy freaking like choke. Him and like probably Damian Lillard are like some of the clutchest people. I'd say Luca's also pretty clutch. But yeah, him and Dame are like they got the clutch genes, dude. I don't know. I've never like I can't even think of a single time where like LeBron was like in like the last five minutes and like there's obviously got to be some time, but I feel like it's so often he's just 
I wonder what, how much his stats get boosted in those last five minutes. LeBron is literally like the stats god. That's like also like an argument for GOAT is like he literally has like he's going to be the all-time leader in points. He's not there yet, but he's right. on pace to be the all-time leader in points. He's already leading in like every other category. Yeah. And in playoff games, he's like basically the leader in every category. Well, I, feel, I feel like the people who put MJ above him, they got to just be like turning a blind eye to the whole wizard situation. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's such a gaping thing that happened you know that no one talks about like the last dance didn't even fucking mention it i was waiting for them to mention it they didn't didn't. even say and then he played on the wizard i think he like helped produce that documentary (laughs) so like they're really trying to rewrite history about it like no one talks about it but it's like yeah i mean people do but i feel like the see the thing about mj is like a lot of people like to point like him his winning ability like he basically never went to a game seven in the finals, I think, and he was just absolutely dominant. And LeBron's kind of not done that. Like he's been to game sevens and he's like lost a lot. Right. But the thing is, like a lot of people like to point, like, oh, LeBron is, what is he? I think he's like, is it three and six or something, or four and four and four and seven in the four finals, and six in the finals? Yeah. Or so he lost like six times. Yeah. Right. And a lot of people are like, MJ is like six and oh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. But then I'm kind of like, okay, like. Why are you going to discount those six losses on LeBron when he, like, literally made it to the finals? Like, he literally made it to the finals, and that's yeah. supposed to be a bad thing? Yeah. How about, what if he, like, never made it to the finals and was 4-0? Yeah. Does that make him a worse player? I don't think so. Right. You had to yeah. lose at some point. Yeah. You know what he, I mean? Every other season except for the six All of a sudden, making the finals MJ. is not an accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah, every other season besides the six for MJ is like, so what, is MJ 6-24? and Because MJ you know didn't I mean? make it to the finals every year. But LeBron did. Right. Like, LeBron's yeah. like, what? He didn't make it last year, though, right? But that's like the first time in like how long? He made it last year. He won last year. It was the year before that. He won last year. Oh, yeah. What the fuck am I saying? It was the year before that he didn't make it. But the he was also that. like injured for like yeah. half the year. So they probably, I don't know if he yeah. made it. Yeah. But, yeah. What, are you, what is, what's that argument? I don't understand what that argument is. Cause that just means that those other six seasons, he made it farther than MJ did. You know what I mean? Then yeah. the other. And MJ didn't make it every year to the finals. Right, because he just MJ lost. got knocked out sometimes. And he just lost before the. But finals. every time he made it to the finals, he won. But when LeBron LeBron yeah. went like so many times. That argument doesn't make sense to me either. Yeah, it doesn't make. It's a sense weird argument, but it's it's kind of like supposed to prove like MJ's a winner. Yeah, I don't know. But then you then he would be six and however many seasons he played, so he'd be like six and twenty something. You know what I mean? Yeah, MJ actually didn't play that many seasons. I think that's also a a, a pro for LeBron. Is yeah, that LeBron's been like literally like playing for so long and dominating so, yeah, for so long and so dominant he's 36 dude like how is he like still doing this? when did mj know. retire from the wizards how old was he? i have no idea you should look that up i want just real fast just real fast what do you what's your guess um like 38 okay well this is what answer pops up on google this is kind of like the rewriting history kind of thing after 10 successful seasons with the Chicago Bulls, where he won the NBA championship a total of three times, Michael Jordan re- renounces his retirement for basketball on 6th of October 1993 at age 32. Oh, yeah. Then he came back because he went to the White Sox and he came back. Yeah. And then he was and then he like 40 won, years old. He won three more. He was 40 years old sports legend when he said he would have his final run. Why is this so hard to find this information? Because he retired twice. Right. That's the thing, yeah. He ret- retired a total of three times. Or three times, yeah. Career. He retired one, two, th- yeah, so my bad. Yeah. yeah. 
His third retirement is I the one you have to look for. Yeah, you got to forget about the so many retirements. And did LeBron ever ever even think of retiring? Like he hasn't no. even mentioned he wants, it. He he literally said he wants to play like until like even his son is in the league. And how old is his son? His son is in high school right now, so I oh, think so. he he it's another at least five years. Yeah, that's crazy. It could happen. His son's like in like the is already like one of the top prospects of like the 20, I feel like LeBron has always been there. You know what I mean? He's just yeah. always been there in my <laughs> mind, you know? Like I think he joined in like 2000 was it 2006, 2004, 2005, I forgot. Yeah, he's been around. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah. I don't know if I don't I'm know getting if back into sports though, man. Like I've been yeah. watching a lot more sports. I know I'm I'm happy for you because like I remember you used to be like dude I don't know how you watch sports and stuff like that I'm getting back I'm getting back into it I think John Boy Media played if you guys don't know what that is you guys should check that out but John Boy Media is like it's great it got me back into it yeah uh, I think you'll be at a new level when you start watching all 182 games or though is it 182 for baseball I'm not gonna watch all the fucking games are you kidding me or like the highlights or like know what's going on dude it's so hard aren't there people who do watch every game I, there there has to be just because the sheer number of people that you know that there is, but there's got to yeah. be some like person. But dude, that's crazy if you do. Yeah. Can you imagine? There's like I think there's like 28 teams and 28 teams each playing 180 games. Like how the fuck do you even get a grasp on that? Like how many fucking intricate things are happening? You know, to even have a to even have your mind wrapped around one team is so fucking hard. You yeah. know, like that's a good thing about football. Like football. Very minimal effort, and you have that entire team, like, locked. Like, people can talk about football for hours because they know everything in the entire league, you know? Yeah. I know. Isn't football 13 games or something? Yeah, yeah. It's literally just once every Sunday for, like, just, like, 13 weeks or whatever, and then super, that's the Super Bowl. Yeah. And then, like, and then you know, there's, like, what like two rounds of playoffs, two weeks of playoffs, and then the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's wild. I, I And it's weird because, like, I, I've never gone to football really yeah it's just a, it's just an easier one to to watch i think it's a, definitely the easiest one but oh. what the fuck is soccer soccer's like there's like a million different leagues you know like it's so confusing soccer kind of explained it to me yeah soccer is the most confusing yeah oh you didn't even get it talk about the fucking yeah. formula one yeah formula so, one are we on the same so page? yeah yeah so i so a little bit of a new hobby kind of thing i've been kind of getting into is formula one <laughs> yeah we the talked about the weirdest thing i've Everyone I've told, which hasn't been that many people, kind of just like you and like my parents are being like, what the hell are you watching? <laughs> <laughs> so they're kind of like, why are you getting into this? If you don't know, Formula One is basically European like racing kind yeah. of. It's like not a race car. It's like this little like it's almost like a cart, but like really, really fast, like 250 miles per hour. Fast. Let me look this up since we didn't get a chance to look it up too. And yeah. N1 cars, right? Is that Formula One. And one, only <laughs> one cars. Oh yeah, let me. Just, oh yeah, I know what these cars are. These cars look like the super sick cars that have like the tires are like taller than like the actual car, and it's like got the little like nose. In it's the one front. where like the dude's head is like kind of sticking out, like it's like exposed yeah. and stuff. Yeah, like if they flip, like they're they get decapitated. I'm just kidding. Like obviously that's not it, but it kind of looks like it. It is though. Yeah. So I. What started it was I go to like my aunt's house like every weekend to visit my grandma and um, my uncle always just playing something on TV and he was playing 
one day he was playing this uh netflix original documentary series thing ish called drive to survive it's so far three seasons they're filming the fourth one and each season is like an it co- each season is 10 episodes and it covers an entire season of formula one it's from 2018 they, they should, did 2018 2019 they should do that for every sport i fucking need that an I need nba that one would be crazy yeah i'd NBA, love an nba one. i need an nba one because i feel like i'm so out of the loop on some things that are like yeah i just need an nba one there's so sure. many narratives and anyways i was watching it and i, I was like you know oddly like encaptivated by it and i was like this is crazy <laughs> and i end up going home and i was eating food and i usually watch espn first take which is like um a lot about nba i just like kind of watch nba but then i was kind of like man i kind of like feel like watching that formula one thing again yeah so i know if you'll know me i don't watch tv but i binge watched binge watched season one then watched season two yeah this is very out of character and so. now i'm almost done with season three which is about wow. the 2020 season wow and you know it's been really strange and it's been like really really cool like literally like learning about all these teams all these racers all these managers it's yeah. like and really so crazy i didn't get it at first i was like i don't understand why you like racing Tim thought it was nascar at first i thought it was the one where you just go around in circles and you do that for like two hours and then someone yeah. wins like that's what i thought no and then nathan explained to me that this is actually like a super dope ass like european style of that which is actually i don't i don't know if probably americans probably copied them because it seems a lot more natural to what they do but it's actually like course like think forza horizon kind of yeah. thing. we're taking like actual course and guess what after they race the car is done the car is retired i think that's a very key element to the sport and that <laughs> And that every single race, they spend millions of dollars to buy a new car. And so it's like, like Nathan was telling me, it's like 50% car, 50% person. And so like, that's like super interesting to me that like, that was like kind of like what sparked it for me. Like, oh, I understand why people like it now, you know, like. Yeah, it's like, it's such an interesting sport where like, and I think. Oh, wow. This is showing all like the different cars like that they used to drive. Oh, wait, shoot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Those bottom ones are like. Super some of the old. oldest ones like yeah the two right there yeah wow yeah formula one is crazy like it's one of those sports that's like there's a there's a little bit of luck involved i'd say yeah like 40 percent car 40 percent human like 20 percent like luck honestly and it's really like interesting where there's a lot of sports like basketball i, I just know a lot about basketball so i always compare it to the basketball where like the weak teams there are opportunities for them to get better like when you when you're a bad team basketball you and get they the first incentivize it yeah they, they give the you get the first dibs to draft like the best guys in the draft same thing with baseball pretty much every sport has that and but formula sport. one is a weird sport where like the strong only get stronger and the weak only get weaker yeah and it's like really weird where like to crack so into bizarre. those top teams like you're it's one of the hardest things to do and but there's still like this comp there's all these competitions going on all these narratives like the top three teams which for you know recently it's forever basically been red bull um ferrari and mercedes they're like vying for power and then there's like the midfield which is like renault mclaren um haas you know um yeah like teams like that where they're kind of like vying for power in the middle which is like four through like Mm -hmm. eight and then there's like the last two teams, two, three teams that are like, I don't want to be last. <laughs> it's like right now there's like, yeah. yeah, there's like a narrative going on there. So it's like so interesting seeing how all these drivers have all these mentalities, like trying to not necessarily win the race, but like do things because 
there's a there's two championships going on like there's a driver's championship and the constructor's championship so like the team is scoring points and those points go toward a pool of money that they use to build the next race car for the next year so they want you to win because they need to like keep like buying these engineering these crazy cool cars and then from a driver perspective like they want to be world champion you know and so it's like this really selfish but like team sport at the same time and it's like just super and anyway what i was telling tim was like i don't know if i like the sport because it's like on a netflix documentary and it's like seems really yeah so i was about to ask you about that is that so have you had a chance to actually check out the actual sport and so yesterday was the monaco grand prix which wow. is probably one of the most important grand prix in wow. like all formula one and, and you watched it live i watched a little bit live because not intentionally but i was at i went to the gym right before church and um the race started at like 6 a.m i didn't know but it was like i was working out and it was like 8 a.m so i looked up at tvs and on espn they're playing the monaco grand prix oh wow and I found myself like just absolutely fascinated by it, especially knowing like all the drivers. Oh, like I was wow. like, I was kind of like, whoa, what? Why is Lando Norris third? And like, oh my gosh, Max Verstappen is first. And like, oh wait, Valtteri Bottas, he just pitted. And then it's like, now it's like, he, it took too long. And now they like, he just got, he had like his front right tire couldn't come off. And so he got like out. And Charles Leclerc, who's like a driver for so Ferrari. You got, he and so got, did you like, only watch it on the yeah. ESPN screen or did you pull it up on your phone after that? Well, I was working out, so I like obviously was like kind of like looking up and then being like, oh, okay, and then so this is all done just on the workout screen. Yeah, at the gym. Yeah, because they have all these TVs. You yeah. know, you've been there. Yeah, and I think, and then I, I ended up going home and uh, after the race is over, watching the highlights on YouTube later, like what happened. Yeah, so I I you was like, like it. you like I it. like it. I think wow. I'm like, and it's gone to the point where like there's certain tracks that like for instance like my favorite track at least based on the documentary i haven't really like studied all the tracks there's like 21 or like i think now there's like 25 actually yeah. they add, they've been adding some um is like the singapore grand prix it looks super sick so if i ever go to singapore like i'd really want to watch their, the grand prix there because that looks super cool yeah but it's gotten to a point where like i'm actually like down to see it live maybe not in the u.s because we only have one which is the austin grand prix and like it looks kind of gay <laughs> but like um yeah the uh the singapore one looks like super dope like yeah there's some really nice ones so yeah i, I definitely got fun little point. hobby you got into it's awesome yeah and i think like i'm still I think figuring I gotta, I, out after yeah. talking to you i want to watch that document series documentary series too, yeah just watch it it's Netflix. cool it's so funny there's some funny moments in it too like not funny as in like they're actually joking Especially but because like, netflix makes anything interesting I yeah like, too and so yeah. it's like and then it actually it. and then it's a cool effect because then you start watching the real sport and because you know all the narratives they like, need to do that for every fucking sport. Yeah. They need to do that. That's a genius idea. It's like a crash course to like get you into the sport. So now you're not like a weird there, watcher. Yeah, you don't know what's there going is on. no way I could turn on the TV and start watching Formula One. There's no chance I couldn't hell. do it either. I don't, think, I don't think anyone yeah. could. You know what I mean? Like you, so that's like, that's genius, you know? And like, I'm still figuring out who my favorite driver is. And I think the documentary like is a little like stealthy with this because they kind of like, they push certain narratives so they kind of like I can't I can't tell if I like these drivers or if it's like the documentary is making me like them. Oh, you know, because it goes yeah. into their backstory. They kind of will lean to one. They'll like dramatize yeah. things. Like for instance, like I really like this guy, like Pierre Gasly, and he's races for um well it used to be called Toro Rosso and now it's called um Alfatari, and he's like 
he it's basically the sister team of red bull which is like one of the top teams and he like basically like was this guy and like in 2018 or 2019 his friend literally died in formula 2 in front of his eyes literally the formula oh, 2 race going on his friend like crashed died so people die it was like literally like one of his best friends how many people die in racing um i think not as much anymore but it's like still happens sometimes that's crazy. i don't think there's been a formula death formula one death in like a long time though as in like i think 10 years or something wow yeah so like his friend died and then he got demoted from red bull because he kind of like got really like he got under he kind of choked when he got promoted to red bull so they demoted him back to like alpha uh toro rosso which and is then, like the minor league where it's like well it's still connected it's actually funny because right? it's not in formula two it's a formula one team but they're like a low team <laughs> So there's like 10 teams and they're like... So he got like, traded. He got traded pretty much, right? Well, not really. It's kind of like... Okay, you know like the in the G League, there's like the Golden State Warriors and then there's like the... I think it's called Santa Cruz Warriors. Except the Santa Cruz Warriors play for the G League. Oh, I don't know. No, I have no idea what that is. Oh, okay. So the Warriors have like their G League team, which is Santa Cruz Warriors yeah. and then the Golden State Warriors, right? Imagine if the Santa Cruz Warriors were in the NBA. But they like suck. They so were like the same organization. But same just, organization. They like, have two teams. They, they have two said, teams yeah. in the race. So like basically like he got demoted to like Toro. Oh, right, because what you were telling me is that like there's they oh were they on like the same team like what you're saying like how you race with like two people. So there's two people per team, but then there's a they had a <laughs> okay, second okay, team okay, with another it. two I people. I just got it. Okay. Yeah. So there was this their top guy is this guy named Max Verstappen. That's kind of confusing. Really, really good. Though, right? It is a little confusing. Yeah. And then the and then basically like they needed a second as two racers yeah and then this organization has two teams yeah they're the only one that has that's two the way, teams that's the way to say it they're the, the rest of the teams one. are all like their own yeah and so he pr- got promoted to red bull which has like better cars better everything and they're like a top three team he choked so they put him back down to like their sucky ninth yeah. team yeah and then he did really good he literally uh, started like and then his friend died so it was like this whole comeback story right where he like he literally got third place and then i'm at the part of the season which is like takes place in 2020 and he literally won the italian grand prix so it's like crazy like this guy literally like they everyone doubted him and then he like was like i'm gonna prove you guys wrong i red bull take me back and he yeah. literally like totally aced it in the face of like tragedy wow. and, and so i feel like oh this guy's so cool but i don't know if it's because of the, <laughs> like the documentary is making me like him or if it's because yeah, like legitimately yeah. I like him, you know, like it might not be as big of a deal, but they're like really exaggerating it. Or more like they're not focusing a lot on the other twenty racers or nineteen racers, right? So they're making me like Pierre, like, but they're not like showing what's going on with like a lot of the other racers. Like you the know? second place guy could be going through some shit too. Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Like second place. Exactly. And he's been like last place every single time. Exactly. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So I don't I guess, know. But I guess like they have to like kind of narrow in on something, so it's like not that big of a deal. And obviously yeah. the freaking guy whose friend—I'm just trying to defend the docu series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the guy's per- person whose friend died, and then he wins. Like, how do you not focus on that? Of person? course, you know. So it's of like, course, yeah. You can't really blame him for that. Yeah, it's a really cool story for sure. Yeah, but yeah, I've it's been a it's been fun like watching. I'm I'll probably like keep you updated on like if I end I up being to more get, into yeah, it. Yeah, I'm glad you said on the podcast too because you you have to update. You have to keep updating me on your on your journey through. Yeah. And I'm hoping one of these days I'll be like, hey, what'd you think about Corey Seager? <laughs> or whatever. You know, like, I know like one of the names or something. Yeah. Corey Seager though is a pretty good baseball, baseball player. player. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I don't know why I thought of that, but you should watch the documentary. Just see if you like it. I want to, I want yeah. to check it out, especially cause yeah, 
It's like it really. It's really cool. I think I could get into it. I understand it now. I didn't understand it before until you explained it. And yeah. I'm like, okay, I get it now. And people die. Like that's kind of. I mean, okay, it's fucked up that people die, but like that's kind of like dope too. You know what I it, mean? Like, yeah. Sometimes you don't really want to watch like the fucking people going down the sled on like oh, yeah, the yeah. Olympics, but then like people die. You know what I mean? So you're kind of like watching, and you're kind of like, oh shit! Like, yeah, they if basically they fuck up. They basically said like Formula One, like these drivers have like a fighter pilot mentality because they're literally like risking their lives. Yeah, but, but they have to like the danger is yeah adds to it is part of the sport. It's part of the sport. Yeah, the danger is part of the sport. There I'm was not, a there was yeah. a scene like on the very last season where like this guy literally gets like he it's crazy. I don't know how he survived. He went into the barrier. His car went inside the metal barrier and then caught on fire, and he was in oh, there for shit. like two minutes. Like no one could get him out because he was just included. So and you're guy, watching the race live, and it's like zoning in on this guy, and like he's the yeah. entire thing's on fire. Yeah, for two minutes. Yeah, and then all Aegis of a sudden comes out of the sudden, flames. Basically, yeah, like they they start like extinction, and you see like a little part of flames, and it's like, oh shoot, it's him, and he literally jumps out, and he's and he had like barely anything happened to him. Like it's almost like the Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego story in the Bible, where like they just got protected. That's basically what happened. It happened in real life. That's crazy. And this guy announced his retirement the next day. <laughs> but then the thing was, they, this is the crazy part. They all had to race still because they stopped so the race. So they're racing in the background or what? So, no, so they, they, they the raced. They're racing. And then this fire thing happened. They Then they did a red flag, which means like the race is like completely stopped. Like we're, we're, we're stopping the race because there's a guy. That's literally I remember like, K1 Speed. I know guy. the flag in yeah, K1 yeah. Speed. Bro, they bring out the red flag. And so... Everyone was Dude, totally watching. Would you want to go to K1 Speed now? Like, that's kind of no, right I'm up kinda, your alley, I, I don't bro. think I'd want to, like, race, race. That's the thing. Like, I just but like K1 watching. K1 just fucking... It's just, it's, just a, it's just a kid's thing. What do you mean? It's go-karts. Like, yeah, that's true. I don't know. We'll see. But, like, basically... It's fucking fun. Yeah, basically, this guy, though... Oh, my gosh. Like, he basically, like... They all had to watch this guy just, like, almost die. And yeah. then they all were, like... All right, race is restarting. So they all had to go back in their cars after witnessing that and then, like, restart the race. They finished the race? They still had to do it. They all, like... What happens when someone dies? Do they finish the race if someone dies? I have no idea, actually. That's a good question. If they finish the race when someone dies, that's fucking hardcore. Is that weird that I kind (laughs) of like that more if they finish it when someone dies? You should look it up. I mean, it's definitely happened before where, like... Formula One, like, I don't know if they cancel it. Do it's probably like situational, like, how like gruesome was it? You know what I mean? I feel like maybe do Formula One finish race after driver dies. <laughs> That's crazy if they do. Okay, it's on Quora. It's on Quora. So let's see this. Do remaining Formula One drivers still race once the first three drivers finish the race? Wait, what the fuck? That's not my question. That's not my question. Okay, Reddit. You never let me down. Okay, here it is. What happens after a death occurs at a racetrack? Example, Justin Wilson. You know Justin Wilson? No. Okay, well, that's what he said. After a death occurs while racing, do the police carry out an investigation like... Oh, wait, what? That's not my question. That might not be like Formula One. Let's see. (sighs) Maybe I'm just doing bad research here. I want to see if they finish the race. Did they finish the race? Maybe you could just ask for that specific case. Did they finish the race when he died? Yeah. What is his name? Roland. Yeah, what you saw was like not Formula One. That was like another racing thing. I don't know. Be like, did they finish the race where he died? Oh, can you play the video where he dies? Like, Loki, that's crazy. 
Yeah, let's see. Um, Is that it? That's 30 minutes long, bro. I was fine. The, uh, <laughs> someone time stamped it? That's fucked up. Okay, wait. Let's not watch him die. I don't want to watch him die. Okay. Oh, this is old. See, it hasn't happened since 1994. Oh, oh wow. Jesus. Wow, that's, that's, wow, that's brutal. Yeah, that's got to be him dying, dude. 1994. Um, That's fucking nuts. But what? Did they oh. finish the race? I need to know if they finished the race. Is it bad that I kind of wish they did finish the race? If there's, res- if there's race results, they finished the race, right? Because, like, it would happen. Well, let's go to all. Don't go to videos, right? Oh, yeah. Why am I in videos? I... Did they, but, I mean, they could have finished they, it they, at they, another they did, date. They, they could have finished it, like, the next day, which is completely different. I'm saying, did they finish it that day? Yeah, let's see. Oh, it was on qualifying. Oh, it was on qualifying he died. Okay, so that, he wasn't that... in the actual race? Yeah, so basically, like, qualifying is the day before the race. Uh... where you fight. That's how you determine grid position. Because you know how they all start, like... Yeah, yeah. Like, I never knew how they determined that. It's like you do, a, you, do a, you do a lap the day before, and whoever has the fastest lap, like, you, like, rank it. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that. So they even put you at more of a disadvantage if you have a slower car? Yeah, what? that's why like this this thing's weird. They put you even at more of a disadvantage. That's crazy. Did they finish that qualifying? Oh my I'm... gosh! Well, they... so he wasn't even racing with other people. He was just racing by himself and lost control of the car. Yeah, yeah. I want to think so bad. Kind of a pussy. I'm just kidding. Jeez, I'm just kidding. dude. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, oh, I'm trying to find. But I mean, it would it'd be like different if he got bumped. Like, so he's just racing like by himself. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, that's still crazy. What would this guy? They finished the race. That's crazy. When, but what, what race was he in when he died? Right. That's what you gotta see in it. Yeah. Oh, okay. This one was during a. Okay, it was. Okay, this was. And what year? You just gotta get the year in the race, right? Oh wait, wait a minute. That actually. What? Wait a minute. Is it this what? Is it the it same was the course? same race? The, the guy, the, someone died the next day. What? Wait, yeah, two people died back to back days. Race day, yeah. Race day. This guy. Oh my gosh, that's so sad. That's crazy. Okay, let's see. Yeah, it's sad. Once the crash was okay, so he basically. Okay, so first start crash, and then there is a, Senate crash, and then okay, so. Wow. On a seventh lap. Yeah, this sport's hard. He was leading Michael. Oh, he was going at a speed of 100 now. He could not take a turn. Wow. Clean straight line, struck the concrete barrier at 131. Wow. And he was killed instantly. There had to have been more deaths since then. And then a red flag was. They kept racing. That's the answer. No fucking way. It was stopped on lap six. And the race was restarted only less than 40 minutes after. No way. 37. He died instantly. Not too. even an hour. It was 37 minutes after. The race was restarted. And yeah. 
I can't believe that. Isn't that insane? That is crazy. I told you, it's like a freaking fighter pilot sport, That is dude. hardcore. Okay, now I gotta watch that docuseries. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's they crazy. Finished, they finished the race. That is... Wow. Also, this, this driver in Formula One died in 2015. So it, it does happen It's more frequently. It wasn't just in the 80s when the last person died. Oh, really? Yeah. It said Jules Bianchi. Wow, that's crazy. Is the most recent driver to have been fatally injured during a World Championship Grand Prix. So that's even oh. in a World Championship. Oh, okay, this one is like he... It's like he got injured and he died from his injuries. That's the fucking same thing, in my yeah. opinion. That's yeah, like, yeah. dude, what do you? That's the same thing. That just yeah. means that they fucking took his body out to the hospital and just claimed that he died in the hospital. You know, like yeah. That, that just means they didn't let him bleed out on the freaking racetrack. You know, that's, that's crazy. crazy. So there's like all these people who that's that's insane. That's a but he was the sport. first person to die since literally over twenty years before. Oh, so there was a period, the dark age. Oh my gosh. Dying out of- yeah so basically like yeah this guy yeah that's that's so sad but yeah yeah geez that's just formula one because the one that yeah pierre's friend was in formula two. Oh it yeah was, and they're probably worse so they probably die more it was that guy antoine yeah antoine herbert and that's that was year, 2019 that was 2019 and he died jeez yeah it didn't show the accident in the documentary. Has anyone ever there, died yeah. playing basketball in the NBA or something? Like, has there ever been any other sport deaths? I'm sure, like, football, if I had to really guess. Let me see. I'm going to say NFL. Deaths. Jeez, this is a kind of gruesome topic, though. Oh, all of them are people outside the game. I guess one guy kind of did. This guy, this guy died of a heart attack at practice. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. I'm saying during a real game. That's like the NASCAR stuff you're talking about is like on like TV, right? Like I'm assuming even like that this pre guy, pre-lap. This guy died in the G League, collapsed during game in his cardiac arrest. That's oh, so geez. sad. Does that count for you? I mean, that's kind of like. I think that one counts. Yeah, if you died on the field. But that's not NBA. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. So Wow, that's rough. There's only one NFL player to die on the field during the game, and it was Charles Frederick Hughes in nineteen seventy one. And he was a yeah, and he died during wow. the game. Did they just cancel the rest of the game? Oh, I I I gotta look that up. Yeah, you're right. We gotta we gotta figure that out. If they did they I they had to have. Let's see his Wikipedia. Chuck Hughes. Like this is the photo they have of him, bro. Like that's how wow. you know it's a long time ago. Chuck Hughes. And then let's go. Um Death. And then let's go. Nineteen seventy one. And then let me see. What's what's the game? Death. Did they finish the game? I don't know what Cause that's just so interesting to me. Like, I feel like you can't. Yeah, I guess Formula One is hardcore, dude. Like, they they will literally like finish. Like, they will literally just finish it off. Detroit Lions player dies after collapsing on the field, and this is the New York Times. That's interesting. So this is a page 
that was in the paper in 1971. I don't even know. I don't know. There's stuff on it. Oh, geez. Man. Maybe they didn't, but they must have if he died like on the field. Yeah, it sounds crazy. Jeez. I don't think there's any way they played through it. I don't even think it's a question. Yeah. That's so crazy that someone dies and then you race. Died instantly. What do you think if you're a racer? And you're about to race and someone just died. They kind of cover that in the documentary because like that guy literally was about to set on fire and they had to keep going. So they're all like, they all interviewed the drivers. Like, what do you feel about that? And he's like, they're just kind of like part of sport. That's basically what they say. I'm like, geez, this is crazy, dude. I need to watch that series. Yeah, you should watch it. Well, any closing thoughts? um, No, just think about death. Think about people dying during sporting events. Well, on a less somber death was like the death of the group G friend. They didn't actually die, but their group died. Oh, and I was very sad because I was getting into them. They were like, probably my most listened to k-pop group like this whole month i think you told me about this yeah very sad, sad. there's this Rest one in peace. there's this one song um this is like one direction breaking up huh there's one song called mago bro and it's like oh my gosh this is probably like one of my favorite k-pop songs and th- it was their song Do you want me to play it real fast just in memory you could even you could even play the music video just in Got it. just so you could like so you could see like so i could appreciate appreciate these girls and their contribution and what is it called Ma- it's called mago m-a-g-o by G friend and I, I'm just very heartbroken that yeah G I chose the worst month getting them I I was listening to them like all month and then the, at the end of the month they announced their disbandment <laughs> I was like why yeah that's that's unfortunate what would you do if Blackpink broke up I actually kind of don't care because they're they're sellouts man I love them wow. but they're like they're sellouts dude wow <laughs> It's a lot more sexual, I feel like them black so far. Really? Maybe it's cause I is waiting for you people are in this group six who's the uh black pink person on the far left which one which one uh, the lowest one of all of them rosé yeah. this is just like six rosés <laughs> jeez <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm gonna get freaking erect <laughs> I love this ad lib right here. Yes. You. I love that. That's like my favorite part of the song. 
Akuna Matata. They literally say Akuna. There's no English in it though. So there is. It says, "My love oh, is yeah. waiting for you." Oh yeah, here. Yeah, but it's, it's mostly they're mostly very Korean group. They don't they don't say a lot of English in their songs. But that's actually what I like. Like I don't like that Blackpink is doing more English. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. I kind of like that appeal. Yeah. But it's a, it is midnight here. So who's the leader of this one? Good question, because I don't know a lot about their group, because I just like really got into them like, last dead. month. They're dead, right? They're like yeah, they're they're disbanded. They're now. disbanded. Noah is like this is Noah's favorite group though. Like Noah literally has seen every video of them on the internet. Like wow. that's not even like an exaggeration. Like every video of them on the internet he's seen. Noah's a little sim. He's a big sim for them. So he would know the answer. His favorite member is Yoon Ha, which is. Let's see if I can find her. I don't know, I don't really like the music video, but it's obviously like the craziest production I've ever seen. <laughs> That's like every, yeah, every K-pop. Like, um, what is that production? Yeah, every K-pop. I don't know, I really don't even know what the like... fuck I just watched, if I'm just being completely <laughs> honest. I don't know what that song was, I don't know what I just watched. It's Mago, dude. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I'm you're, like, I'm, you're, like, you're like, I'm glad I don't bring up K-pop every episode. I'm just confused. Yeah. <laughs> Well, on that note, um, you know, I mean, we also got a freaking new guest mic, so tune in next week to hear the per- a guest actually sound like a normal person. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah I know. Have a nice guest episode. It's gonna be exciting, and we're gonna be trying the BTS meal. That's true. I'm fucking hyped for those new the sauces. BTS meal. On that note, yeah, we should end it at K-pop because. That's a great transition to next week. We didn't week. even... Oh, yeah. That's great. That's great. Yeah. You know... I'm excited to try the new sauces. Supporting BTS. Supporting... This has been like... the. Lo- I think this has been the most planned out episode ever of the Bamboo and Tim podcast, huh? The yeah. one with the BTS meal. Just because we had did the Travi Patty and now we got to do the BTS meal, you know? Yeah. I'm excited because I'm not going to freaking eat any fast food until then and I'm going to be able to mm, just snack on all that fast 100%, food. 100%, dude. This is an excuse. It's nice. Well, any closing thoughts? No. All right. (laughs) Wait, it's not ending.